Hello and welcome to episode 394 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Tuesday, December the 27th, 2022, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, continuing to check out the booklet, The Magnificent Promise, The Forgotten Fatima Devotion from the Fatima Center, located at www.fatima.org. And I had mentioned earlier that I wanted to spend this last week of 2022 getting back to the essential points, the basics, if you will, the fundamentals of the Fatima message. This is from part two of the booklet entitled, Our Lady Promises Salvation. What is more important than where we spend eternity. There's nothing more important than that. Begins with a quote from Our Lady of Fatima on June 13, 1917. Jesus wills to establish in the world devotion to my Immaculate Heart. To whomever embraces this devotion, I promise salvation. In other words, friends, this is coming straight from the top. Jesus is king. He is the king of kings and lord of lords. Who wants this devotion established? Is it a priest? Is it a bishop? Well, it it is a priest. It's our eternal high priest. Christ our king is our eternal high priest. He is the one who wants his blessed mother's immaculate heart, our blessed mother's immaculate heart, honored. What an admirable, astonishing promise. We cannot help but be struck by the profoundly Catholic character of the Fatima message and its manifestation of God's mercy. It contains no hint of Protestant heresy or compromise with modernism. Instead, heaven goes to the limits of indulgence. The most sublime prophecies are translated into simple, clear, and precise requests, which leave no room for doubt. We can know whether we have accomplished them or not by practicing this little devotion with a good heart, we are definitively assured of the grace of eternal salvation. We must give careful study to such a magnificent promise. And I will interject at this point. Too much of so-called evangelization, especially since the 1960s, the post-Vatican II era, the Novus Ordo era, is making accommodation with the world. Dr. Peter Kreeft, the eminent Catholic theologian who was a professor at Boston College, I believe he's probably retired now. I don't know if he he still actively teaches classes, but he's certainly written a number of wonderful books. I've profited immensely from his learning, and I'm sure you will too if you haven't delved into any of his texts yet. Please do so. He talked about the Catholic Church being like a, a cannonball or at least should be a cannonball in the the pit of the stomach of the world, we cannot be digested. At least we're not supposed to be. In other words, we're supposed to move the world. We, the Catholic Church, the mystical body of Christ, by our thoughts, by our words, by our actions, we're supposed to shape the world in a positive way. We're supposed to spread the gospel to the four corners of the earth. 
we're not supposed to be dictated to by the culture, by Protestants, by Muslims, by Jews, by atheists. No, 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 no. We need good Catholic men running our society. And we need good Catholic men running the church as bishops and priests. Do we do that in a spirit of triumphalism, like the we're number one foam finger you see at uh, athletic events? Of course not. Always with the spirit of kindness and humility. We must ask God for the grace to be kind, for the grace to be humble. In this world, it's all about getting your message out there as quickly as possible in the 24-7 news cycle and the social media cycle on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and so forth and so on. Just get your opinions out there as quickly as possible. No, we have thousands of years, 2,000 years of the church fathers, of great catechisms like the Catechism of the Council of Trent and, of course, most importantly, sacred scripture. We have the fullness of revealed truth. There is no question that the Catholic Church cannot answer because the teaching of the Catholic Church is nothing less than the teaching of Jesus Christ. So we got to get out there and do it. We got to get out there and preach it and know that Jesus is always with us. And of course, Our Lady and St. Joseph and all of the angels and the saints. We can't be moved by non-Catholics. We can't be told what to believe by non-Catholics. We can't be told what to believe by modernist Catholics within the church. Tragically, many of you know this as well as I do, by modernist bishops and priests, by those who claim to be preaching the truth, but in reality, they are blind guides. We have to pray for their conversion as well but not be dictated to by them, not fall for their lies. We have the sensus fidelium, the sense of the faith. You know in your heart, you know in your mind, when someone tells you something and it's not true. You know, when someone's trying to say that, you know, contraception in certain circumstances can be okay, or fornication in certain circumstances can be okay, or, you know, do what, whatever your conscience tells you. Well, you have to have a well-formed conscience. You must have a well-formed conscience. And if our conscience isn't well-formed, then we fall for all the modernist lies, all the modernist heresies. And our faith is as a shipwreck. Let's turn back to the text now. This second section from Our Lady Promises Salvation is from Fatima to Pontevedra, the fulfillment of a promise. On May 13, 1917, the Blessed Virgin Mary appeared at Fatima for the first time. She would appear monthly until October 13, 1917. When God confirmed all she had told the three children by the miracle of the Son, this miracle was witnessed by more than 70,000 people and is the greatest public miracle since the resurrection. Think about that. The greatest public miracle since the resurrection happened in 1917. Did you hear, do you hear about that much in, in the secular media? Of course not. It's like it never happened. 
105 years ago isn't a long time. It was seen by over 70,000 people. Many atheists converted on the spot. Atheist journalists described that this was a miracle that had no scientific explanation whatsoever. Have you heard anything about this on any of the anniversaries? Especially October 13th, shouldn't it be, be international headlines commemorating this truly miraculous event? We should see it on NBC News and ABC, CBS, all the CNN, Fox News, all the other news outlets. You never hear a word about it because the world is always trying to cover up the truth of Catholicism. Once again, this is where the church needs to move the world, not the other way around. Because we want the Muslims to convert. We want the Jews to convert. We want the Protestants to convert. We want the atheists to convert. We want the Orthodox to convert. We want all non-Catholics to become Catholic. And we want Catholics who have fallen away to return to the faith because we love them. And as the Catholic apologist Jim Burnham said, to know the truth of Catholicism, to know that Catholicism is the one true faith, and refuse to share that with people is worse than having a cure for cancer and not sharing it with people. Because if we had a cure for cancer, and please God find that one day, and we were able to cure that dreaded disease, well, the person would die eventually from something else. But the Catholic Church is offering souls eternal salvation, the fullness of the means of getting to heaven. The church that our Lord Jesus Christ started, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we have to share the faith. We're commanded by virtue of our baptism and our confirmation. Our Lord Jesus Christ says, go therefore baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. We must preach the good news. And what a blessing it is to do that. The text continues here by saying, When Our Lady appeared on July 13, 1917, she gave the children a crucial message for the world. She told them that to save souls, God willed to establish devotion to her Immaculate Heart throughout the world. Our Lady said she would come again to request the consecration of Russia by the Pope and the bishops and the communion of reparation on first Saturdays to be done by all Catholics. She promised that, quote, If what I say to you is done, many souls will be saved and there will be peace, end quote. Here then is a great insight into God's mysteries, which we must ponder. He has provided his mother's immaculate heart as a sure and easy way of tearing souls away from the danger of hell. First our own, then those of loved ones, and even the souls of the greatest sinners. For the mercy and power of the immaculate heart of Mary is without limit. Faithful to her word, Our Lady returned eight years later, appearing in Pontevedra, Spain, to request the communion of reparation on every first Saturday. And I will turn that to that tomorrow. We've mentioned Pontevedra before on the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, and of course, it is very much worth mentioning again, and we will discuss that once more on tomorrow's program. Let us conclude, as we've been doing for the last several dozen episodes by mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, H-A-L-O-S-O-M-A.org, and episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, I interviewed my sister 
M, one of my wonderful nieces, about RPM or rapid prompting method, which is a system of communication for those who've been afflicted with non-speaking autism. This has been a revolutionary breakthrough for non-speakers. And just as the deaf had sign languages, they're a revolutionary breakthrough for communication. Rapid prompting method, RPM, has been the same for non-speakers. Let's get the word out there, get that website out there, get episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast out there because communication is a human right. Let us pray for help and for healing for all of our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Memorare to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness hear and answer me. Amen. By thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, Obtain for me the conversion of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. The three Hail Marys in honor of Our Lady of Fatima's Immaculate Purity. Ave Maria, gratia plena. Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen and a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, Sicutera in Principio et Nunc et Semper et in Secula Seculorum. Amen. Virgo Potens, Ora Pernobis, Sancti Osef Terra Daimonem, Ora Pernobis, Sancta Raphael Archangeli, Ora Pernobis, In Nomina Patris et Fili et Spiritui Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 394 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. You can follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. And most importantly, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know and pray for the eternal salvation of our Catholic bishops. They need your prayers. They need your sacrifices. And if I sound tired, it's because I am. Goodbye. God love you and Merry Christmas.